Hey guys, welcome to the Hunt Podcast. It is good to be with you guys this morning, or maybe it's in the afternoon, or maybe even at night when you are listening, uh, but we are so glad you have tuned in uh, to listen today. I'm with Micah and Garrett. It's good to be back. I missed the 60th episode. Yeah, bro. Um, what a We threw failure. a party. We had cupcakes. <laughs> oh, I bet. We had the man himself, Dustin. Dustin Gossard um, killed it. Yeah. I wish we had cupcakes. <laughs> but now we're on episode <laughs> I mean, 61. I'll be, I'll be here for 70. Hey, shout out. Oh. And 75 and 100. And yeah, hopefully all of them. <laughs> Do you guys notice a difference between spring water and... Um, the distilled purified water when you drink it out of a bottle. I have to have them right next to each other. I've been noticing a huge difference. Lately. I notice a difference between Dasani and every other water. Yeah, Dasani is trash water. True. Well, I've noticed like those so deer. Park. I mean, they get that from the stream <laughs> out by the house. I think. I mean, it is terrible. Hey, it, one of park, the best you water. Think deer Park is bad. Yeah, I'm not a big. But hey, Sam's Choice. Uh, bro, that's I, one of the best waters in the world. The, most most waters, I don't mind. It's it's got to be the bottle, the Dasani yeah. bottle. It's got to be the way think, it's bottled. Well, it's got to be because it's like. Coca-Cola manufacturing. Uh, they probably don't care about water. It's probably not even it, water. I mean, it's probably D- what Dasani. they use to mix their sodas. And it's, it's just like so. leftover. <laughs> I mean, they just filter it twice. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's good enough. Yeah, good enough. <laughs> and when I say filter, I mean like with like a handheld See, filter. Yeah. Not like an actual. Like yeah, what I'm talking about is like here. here strainer, yeah. <laughs> since Isabella and I moved, we don't have Excuse a filter me. in our refrigerator. So uh, we, we just bought a Brita filter. So now we do it ourselves. But Hashtag up until this point... We've just been doing bottled water, and one week, I didn't even look. I just grabbed a case of water, and it was spring water, and the next week, it was purified water, and there was a huge difference between the two. Is one cloudy? No, it just, there's a difference in taste. I, I, I like, know if you can all you describe the it. palate, like the taste difference? And like, no. I don't even know what it is about yeah. Dasani, but I could, I could pick Dasani out of like mm-hmm. anything. I don't know what the flavor is, though. Yeah. It's like metal or metal. plastic. Or <laughs> well, something. This yeah. year that I got from your refrigerator is spring water. And as soon as I took a drink of it, I noticed it's because, I knew it was spring yeah, water. We bottle that here. Uh, we yeah. get it from the spring out behind the church. There is a place uh, back home where there is a spring that came down off the mountain, and people would drive off. It was straight off the side of the road. They would just pull it over one and at, fill up their jar. Wow. There's one outside of Johnson University, too. Remember? Yeah. Do you remember seeing people do that at that? that yeah. There's like a pipe like, that came out from the mountain. It was so weird. Yeah. That well, the one back home was. I don't know about Johnson. The Johnson was like a little waterfall that came off of it, yeah. and they would just. Wow. Now this was like some pipe that just. I think <laughs> it was holy water. The, I, I, I love that. From you know, it came out of the, the Tennessee mountains. Shoot, I would um, love that. No, I I do think there. I did see people at several times driving by and you're like a guy's pulled off on the side of the road and with a bucket and you're yeah. like what in the world is this dude doing hey fun fact about water so my grandparents live in dawson springs kentucky y'all y'all will never heard, go there i've heard that name um though. very yeah very small town like they have a dairy queen and that's it uh as yeah. far as stuff just very not a lot of uh i feel like it's just a very poor city as well what county is it in? um it's in hopkins county um right next to hopkins and caldwell so dawson springs Back in like the early 1900s, the word springs, they got it because there was a spring there that people believed the water would heal you. And so back in the day, Dawson Springs is like a big time railroad city. There was a big railroad that went right through there. People would get on there from all over the world. They had a huge hotel. People would come and sit in those springs and supposedly be healed. Well, then the hotel burnt down and now it's just, I mean, literally this rinky dink town that has never recovered. Uh, But it's interesting just like... Well, water and it's, it's like crazy well i mean well yeah. a great example is krillsboro krillsboro was almost the county seat here oh right yeah because of the water 
where where it is in location to like the river. Yeah. And but so like it was a heavily didn't right. Well, it. and then it drowned. And it. then cars. I mean, oh, people yeah. are like, okay, there's roads now. So, um, it, so Krillsboro. I mean, t- to your point, how much you know, like water travel and stuff like that has changed. Yep. Uh, Krillsboro is almost the county seat. Imagine now going to the courthouse if you oh, if you awful. just had to like go to like for DMV or whatever. It's bad enough driving to Jamestown. I mean, yeah, seriously. I mean, you are tortured. I mean, I, it's, I mean, it's like borderline oppression. It is. This Russell oh Springs God. folks are. And speaking struggling. of oppression, um, today we're going to talk about social media. Oh, um, so we're not relating water to like holy water or anything. No, I, I, I would just no, I'm point just out too, that that little discourse on water was completely improvised. I yeah. looked down at my water bottle and yeah, yeah we're not talking about water. I mean, we like before <laughs> we started the podcast, there was like a discussion of like, all right, where are we going? How are we doing it? And no discussion of water. And then we start, and it's like, all right, we kind of know where we're going. And Garrett's like, so do you all know the difference in water? <laughs> like, so thanks, thanks, Garrett. So, um, but I mean, that's classic kind of podcast. People wouldn't want it any other way. Um, I think we probably lost <laughs> listeners because of it, but hey. It is what it is. There's a lot of podcasts. Uh, if you don't like this one, go check out the JCC podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you search JCC now on the Apple podcast, we are second on the leaderboard. So It'll give you a virus on your phone. <laughs> hey, it's, a, it's, it's, it's a pretty uh, How significant. How are there? There's quite, we used to, I mean, obviously it's like, a, like 15. It's not like a bunch, but I mean, we used to be like 15th on there. Of course, the What's 13 the that we passed are inactive. So What's this podcast? I don't know. I haven't looked, to be honest. I, if you searched, huh? I don't know. That that would be the equivalent is just searching H U H. So we are talking <clears throat> a little bit about social media. We finished uh, our First John series, our uh, the well, the study of First John over the last few weeks, which we enjoyed. Where are we at? Number one. Hey, that's a very specific uh, audience there. <laughs> Not many podcasts that start with huh. <laughs> Um, but we'll take number one anywhere. I bet if you search, because we're the huh po- the the huh podcast, or is it just huh podcast? I think it's just, just huh. huh. Oh, okay. As I say, if you search the, but we're not near the top. No. But there's a lot of those out there. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Um, so we've got a a, a decent panel here of social media um, users, kind of. We do. Uh, Christian a is range. yeah that a range yeah panel of of the various. Uh, ranges of the spectrum of social media users. Uh, Christian is, is a pretty avid social media user. I mean, it's not like he's... I'm going to be honest. I love social media. Yeah. I mean, it's not like it's an addiction, but you... I mean, it might be. You you use the student <laughs> ministry when I follow it, and yep. it's pretty active. Yeah. Uh, I mean, daily, at least. So, and then sometimes a story or two a day. And then you have your own personal stuff that you use some... I don't follow it because it's stupid. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any personal Instagram now. It got stolen, uh. so... Follow me eight, um, uh, at CNaylorVich9, yeah. Instagram. Yeah, shout out. Um, <laughs> so we also have me, who I'm somewhere in the middle. I don't really like social media, but I recognize how it can be useful, and I use it for student ministry. And, like, I have Twitter. I literally – I don't remember my last tweet. I think I retweeted someone recently about something about fatherhood as a buddy of mine from college, and he said something about being a dad, and I was like, oh, that's cool, cry. and I retweeted it. Yeah, I cried. Um, I cry a lot. <laughs> and uh, But other than that, I follow – use that to like follow sports uh Same. news i mean i don't watch news so i just that's kind of where i get my uh, my, my information for instance yesterday there was a bomb threat in lexington schools Same. uh i don't actually know how that turned out but that mm. was my example of that's what I, that's how i get my information and then i called a buddy in nicholsville and he hadn't even heard about it yet so i mean uh he wasn't on his phone that day though so um <clears throat> 
and I like. I mean, I, I don't mind it. It's it's cool. I mean, I have a TikTok and I get on there and actually Jenny and I usually watch videos on there. Uh, sometimes while Jacob is trying to fall asleep or whatever, so sometimes we do that. Um, I've posted a couple TikToks myself, just like two. <laughs> uh, and then you have Garrett, uh, who is. I don't. I don't know if I'm gonna say anti-social media. He just doesn't use it. Doesn't. Doesn't yeah, really. Garrett- do you are you anti social media or you just don't like it personally? Be honest. I don't recommend social media. I'll put it that way. I'm not anti social media. I see the <clears throat> benefits of it. We post our um, our service every Sunday on Facebook, and we put it on our pot on a podcast, and we have quite a few people that is podcast social media. If it's I'd on social so. media, it is. If not, it's just digital media. Mm, so okay. like the Apple podcast, you'd call it digital media, not social media. Yeah. Unless there's an option where you can interact with people. Well, I see I see the benefits of it, but I also, I, I think the downfalls <laughs> outweigh the benefits. I, I will say one thing that social media has allowed is, I, I think if it wasn't for social media, the um, major media outlets like you know, news media outlets would not be held as accountable as they are right now. But because of social media, there's also a ton of conflict right now between all these major news outlets. And so you're having, yeah, there's conflict, but there's also upsides, but I think the downsides outweigh the upsides, in my opinion. So let's talk about this today. Should Christians use social media? Hmm. Obviously, there is a lot of downsides. Um, There's a lot of evils in social media. There's a lot of negativity and arguments, and it's not—it's not like hard to find. It's not. No, you're going as soon as you open it. What, I mean, no I matter think your about age, like inappropriate images. Yeah, mm. like it used to be like you would have to go seek out. I mean, like what I'm talking about is like pornography. Yeah, like you used to have to like go look for it. Yeah, go into comes, a store. Yeah, or even like the internet. Like you would have to like mm. do like go find it. Yeah. Now it's like you can just like. Someone retweets someone, you're like, oh, who's that? And you click on them, you're like, holy cow, I did yep. not sign up. You know, right? Yeah, it's, it's just there. Nothing's like blocked anymore. Yep. So um, to your point, you know. But you could say that for streaming platforms too. Yeah. You know, Netflix has what? come under a lot of fire here lately because they keep producing movies and documentaries that are pretty vulgar yeah. and, and explicit content. Yeah. So, I mean, you can But anyway, I cut that, you off, but I mean, I was just... But no, yeah, I was just wondering, what, what, what do y'all think? Should Christians have... If there's so much evil on social media, should Christians have it? Like, and we can talk about older Christians and younger Christians. Like, for example, you brought up the idea about pornography. One of my biggest issues with social media, uh, and something as a young man that I've had to watch out for um, when I was in college and high school, and even now, uh, is the temptation of almost pornographic images mm-hmm. or, you know, because like you said, they're easy. They, they pop up in the algorithm. They will find, um, the algorithm is able to find a male between From the ages of to 13 to 30 years yeah, old. 13 uh, Pretty much any male they're able to find. Yeah. And, you know, they're going to put stuff in front of them and, and see. And it's like a gateway. It's exactly. Like gateway pictures that um, trigger you. And, yeah. yeah, so there's – it's not like it's going to be hidden. Even for kids, like if your kid is on TikTok, they've seen something pornographic. Yeah. Maybe not all the way. It may not be yeah, the full. But they have seen work. some kind of sexual Adverti- influence, yeah. advertisement. Well, for yeah. full disclosure from me, one – the a big reason this isn't the only reason but a big reason why i deleted i i deleted all forms of social media from my phone i still have facebook on my computer for church purposes 
um, but I delete all forms. And one of the big reasons is because of the the what I would call gateway content and yeah. how easy it was to see something that would trigger a um, a sinful desire. Yeah. And yeah. so I had to, I just, you know, removed it. Um, for And that's one of the reasons. But another reason is because I would see stuff all the time and I would just get mad. Yeah. Um, I deleted Twitter <clears throat> three years ago, I think. No, yeah. Three years ago, I deleted Twitter and Instagram and only had Facebook. Deleted Snapchat four years ago. Um, and But the reason I deleted Twitter was because I would get on there and I would be on there for five minutes and I'd be angry because yeah. I would just see something stupid or I'd see something that someone's making a statement without giving facts or giving proof yeah. or there's arguments over differing opinions and, and they're arguing about something that they're not even really addressing the core issue and I would just get mad and my blood would boil and then I would be in a bad mood the rest of the day. So you have both sides. For me, it was... A the detriment to, the benefit. Yeah. yeah, it was yeah. a detriment to my spiritual life and to my emotional life. And yeah. so I, I got rid of it. Go ahead, Micah. Well, yeah, I just was going to kind of follow that and say I, where I kind of fall in the middle of, of you guys. And as we delve through this topic, you'll hear that. I'm like Garrett in the sense of, for me, um, my Instagram, my personal Instagram got stolen. I tried to get it back out of the principle of like, this jerk stole my stuff. You know, like, yeah. I just want it back because it's, you know, it's not yours. It's mine. Um, but I didn't really, I was kind of like, once I tried and Instagram's like security stuff is crap and now they've added two factor authentication and that's a whole nother podcast for, for tech nice. people. But, <laughs> um, my point is their, their response was awful. I'm like, there was no, like, like prove it's yours. I'm like, well, I can't, they've stolen the account and changed the information. Like. They've changed the email. Like I, I can't. Like the pictures are yeah. of me on the account. So like I can. Here's a picture of me. Here's a picture of me. like. <laughs> uh, this is they're me. all you know. <laughs> is that proof? Um. So there's there's a. So it was kind of pitiful in that regard, and it just hit a wall, and I was just like, well, whatever. Yeah. And then I was even like, hey, I'll start a new one. And then I was like, nah, I don't really. So for me, I'm I'm kind of the only reason I use social media is for student ministry, as far as like posting or interacting. Yeah. Um. I'll scan through Twitter and just kind of see what's going on with, I mean, seriously, it's 85% UK sports. Yep. Uh, and then like 15%, like what's just going on in the yep. world. Um, so you, you, you use social media more for information yeah. and not the social. Aspect yeah. Well, I do use, I do use Instagram for trying to like plug events and stuff with student right. ministry and I, and I interact with it some like sometimes a student will post a poll yeah. about something and i'll like do it but it's not because i like oh let me get on instagram and see you know yeah like i might like what i do is scroll through the stories real fast i just tap 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 to get through them to get the like notifications off yeah. there like i don't really like pay attention too much or if a student posts a you know hit a home run whatever i might yeah. like the picture because I'm like oh it's cool i want them to see that i'm Right into yeah. their world. And, I like doing that too. And so, like, so for me, a lot of it is honestly like work. Like, it's it's part of my. And I say that lightly because it's not like it's part of my job. I have to, you know. I think it is. But it, but I mean, but like, what I mean by that is it's part of what I what I desire to do is be a part of students' lives. Yeah. So I mean, it is a part of my job in that respect. But it's not like I have to do it for work. And so me- I do media it. is a part of their lives now. Absolutely, and, it is. So it's a like, big part of their lives. Yeah, I see. So you know, I'm with Garrett. The the negatives that. You know, if somebody uses social media and it just makes you mad 
and it is a negative experience for you, then of course delete it. It's like mm-hmm. it's not like you have to have it. But you know, I believe there is some good in social yeah. media. Why why I stay on it is because though I see the bad, um, I, I know that. For example, that it is a part of people's lives that I mean, over. I want to look at. We need to look up a statistic. It's probably over seventy percent of people in America. Yeah, I'd say especially media. if you go like under under sixty. Yep, and uh, you think about because Facebook. Yeah, I mean, I mean, everybody's got at least one. Oh, you know, almost it's rare you see somebody. Um, you know, like Garrett does, but he's had it before. He still has it technically, right, for church purposes. But it's rare to see somebody that has no affiliation with any yeah. social media. So people are there. And that's kind of my biggest thing. Why I love social is because the people are there. Yeah. Uh, and I want to, um, one of the things I've tried to do better is to interact and make yeah. social social. Uh, yeah. I think though what you do, how you use social media and correct me if I'm wrong, but especially with local people like yep. here, like students is, or old people now yep. because you're old. I'm you're a senior now. minister. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's your title lead pastor senior minister oh is it senior okay. pastor yeah okay but i'm not the senior citizen pastor i'm just no yeah, Sen- yeah you're the guy right um but seniors pastor yeah <laughs> there's an apostrophe s on that one um where's the s apostrophe eh, another day it's so the s apostrophe is it mm-hmm. you said that with a lot of a lot of gumption i'd hate for you to be wrong and it's plural so unless you they only have one but if you're for is- the all right. You were for so, the seniors. At um, the I, I don't know. I'm just saying, I kind of hope you're wrong. So, someone would be like, he was real confident. But, um, anyway, but what you, how you use it is it can be a form of relation when you see them in person, too. Yeah, yeah. Like, dude, I saw that picture, and that's how I try to use it. Yeah. But I'm not as active, and so I don't do it as well. Like, I'm to the point where I have, I'm trying to make a social media calendar. Yeah. To where, like, it's brainless to me, like, Monday morning. What am I supposed to post? Yeah. Okay, I don't have to think about it. Right. I just, this is what I'm, you know, because um, I'm not good at it. It's unnatural for me. Yeah, uh, I do see the importance of it, and I see how kids use it, yep. and that's why I'm in the middle, because I'm more like Garrett. I, would ha- I wouldn't have social media if I, I wouldn't have Instagram prior Facebook. I would probably have Twitter for the same reason I use it now. Yeah. Um, but uh, if it wasn't for doing student ministry, and like Snapchat, I have like, a friend group that went on the mission trip a couple years ago. This the group's called Mission Trip Guys, and we yeah. sent snaps back and forth like just goofy stuff. Right. Like that's all. Like that's all I use it for. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm with you. I, I think that's where the people are, and so there's a level of like I, I've genuinely tossed back and forth the idea of doing a TikTok, like and actually trying to do it and right. do them because students use it and they love it. But I'm just not good at it. Yeah, uh, I don't want to put in the time to be good at it, and to it, it would take a lot of time because. This will make you feel better. The good thing about TikTok, if there's any good. Now I say TikTok. I'm not. I'm not. I don't Tick- have TikTok. I might eventually. TikTok's get it, out there, but it is different. It's out there. Um, it has. It's a new breed of social media. Yeah, it has one of the strongest algorithms. Like they are next level as far as reaching people and getting people's name out quick. Yeah, all mine are golf. Yeah. So. So yeah. All like, mine literally are about golf. So the thing with TikTok is, in the way like Gen Z is. Everything does not have to be as aesthetic now. Mm. It doesn't have to be good anymore. Like, all right, so for example, our, let, let's just say like YouTubers. Like, our YouTubers, like, big one was Casey Neistat. Did y'all ever watch him? No, not much, right, but I know who you're talking about. He was all about telling a story, cinematic shots. Yeah. Like, everything was, it had, no, people couldn't do what Casey did because he's a professional. Now, Mr. Beast, the big, one of the biggest he's YouTubers. He's just got money. Dude, he's just got money, and he does like, 
like his he videos, stuff. as far as cinematic stuff, there's not, yeah. there are some good graphics they do have in there. Like, I'm not going to say he does have a good production, but it's just like quick stuff. And, you know, like now with TikTok, uh, in the way Instagram works now, it's not like you have to have the perfect yeah. post together. Kids want, they want to see stuff that they can make on their phone. Yeah. Um, and so I guess that's a good thing for... Yeah. And, and I mean, the, the essence of social media is, again, like you said, it's the interaction. Yeah. Uh, one of the more popular things you can do on TikTok is duet. Like you can you can do yeah. something with someone. There can be a, a response, an action. Uh, and Or, like you said, the something that they can do. There's these dances that the Applebee's. Um, oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> I've seen that. And there's this just it's a popular dance. Uh, I mean, you, you can throw it back. I mean, you can throw it back as far as you want to go. But for us, like the Dougie. Yeah. When John Wall comes in that and does been the all Dougie, over TikTok. yeah, I mean it becomes like everyone's learned. I mean, I had to remember in eighth grade, a kid was trying to teach me how to Dougie, <laughs> yeah. and I was like, "Bro, I can't Dougie because <laughs> I have zero rhythm." Teach me how to so, Dougie. Teach teach me how to Dougie. <laughs> yeah, I bet Garrett was all about the Dougieing over <laughs> His there. Favorite. Yeah, I um, couldn't do any of those things. But like, there's there's an essence, like like you said, Christian. There's an essence of community with it. Yeah. I mean, that's the that's the concept. Obviously, is is being in community when you're not in person. Yeah. Um, and there's a, you know, like a, that, um, I can't think of the name of it, but Applebee's on a date night. I know it's um, all you're talking about. It's app. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> um, the half price apps commercial with bourbon about? street steak and some uh, whipped cream <laughs> on a milkshake. I don't know. So but basically, I mean, what it is, it's Walker Hayes, I think is the guy's name that, that yeah. sings it, but it got big on TikTok. and there's a dance. They created a dance to it. And like I saw some videos at a wedding recently where they did it. And I saw people doing the dance that I was like, I mean, I was shocked that they knew it. You're right. Because there's an element of like, like they can be, they can do this too and interact with it and there's put their version. There's a unifying factor yeah. within yeah. TikTok. Yeah. It's their version they can put back out. You're right. Um, like you said. Uh, and so it's, it's a tough, tough world to balance. And like Garrett said, it, you know, if it's causing sin in your life, well, first, if it's causing sin in your life, it's got to go, period. Yeah. Um, or if it's a gateway to sin, or if it's a, uh, a something that's just going to make you stumble with getting angry, and and you know maybe that, maybe that I don't know. We could debate this, I guess, but maybe it's not the sinning in the moment, but it's causing you to have a bad day, which is going to make you right. yeah. interact or react to something that you normally wouldn't. Yeah. Um. And yeah, it's probably got to go, or at least take a break for a while. And I love the universe. Like I love, and, and I don't post as much as I like. I would love to get more into posting, like. You know, whether it's what God's doing in my life. I used to do more of that. Now, my goal is just to post more encouraging stuff. You know, things that I love that happen yeah. in my day. Or, But I love, my biggest thing is trying to comment on more and get that social interaction. Yeah. And that way, like when I'm outside and I see somebody, I was like, oh, I saw your beach vacation. It looked awesome. Yeah. And then I have a talking point with them. Yeah. So I, that's my favorite thing about social is I can see in people's lives. And the best thing, and I think this is the best about being a minister, uh, is I can be in a hundred different places in five minutes. Yeah, uh, and, and I love that aspect that you can reach so many people. Uh, um, and we talked a lot about the sinful side of of social media, what what it can cause sin. I, to me, the biggest danger of social media and Instagram is kind of the king of this. Snapchat too, and I guess TikTok um, is you can see people are going to capture the best moment. Yep. So you could have someone that is just struggling with depression their marriage their with their mom and dad if it's a student their yeah. relationships at home 
But their social media, boy, you scroll through it, and it looks like they are living their best life. Right. And so to me, one of the biggest dangers is this social media feeds into what's been around for centuries, the idea of having this this mask that we wear. And social media, to me, feeds into that. And and, And so instead of me seeing a kid knowing they're struggling with something and trying to reach out and be like, I want to, I want to help you. Can I pray for you? Can I, whatever, can I give you a scripture that will comfort you? Like, can we sit down and talk over pizza? Whatever. Instead of that, I'm seeing happy, happy, happy. I'm like, man, they're, they're doing good. Right. But in reality, they might be in their mind or in their heart, just feeling like they're being punished in life. And so it does create this, this kind of a problem of we can put, put out the image of what we want to be instead of who we actually are. And that does kind of prevent what we would call ecclesia, this true connection and true community. Because now we're seeing the side of someone that's not really who they are right now, but it's who they want to be. And they're not working on how to get there. They're not asking for help or confiding in people. They're just hoping that one day it'll just happen. And to me, that's the biggest danger of social media is it's a long-term danger. Um, and you see, you know, I can't quote off the top, but obviously like right now suicide rates are up because of, I think a big piece of it was, was through COVID and there's been yeah. a lot of problem with that. But over, I mean, it's it's been growing and it's yeah. been more of a problem. And you see Netflix putting out docu-series. Well, I guess it was a drama, but, you know, 13 Reasons Why about that and like yeah. this this growing and you know, almost a dramatization of it or a putting it on a pedestal even. Um, and so with this idea of social media and the community acceptance of who you are, we can be accepted as who we want to be. And so we actually are still not quite getting the truth that we are accepted as who we are. Yeah. It's like social media, you can be social, but shallow. Yeah. And there, I think, so the issue is if we put so much, emphasis in social media yeah uh, there's gonna be a shallowness that oh how you doing girl oh, i'm great i'm good too yeah, you know life's, life's awesome. good oh you look so pretty you look so good you yeah. know like there could be a danger in that that there's no depth uh, and hopefully the depth would come outside when you get to have those conversations but but i do agree with that and there's there's been on instagram specifically i know from students i don't know if it's as popular now but a couple years ago they would do like burner accounts yeah and i know some of them they would post stuff of like only their closest friends, but it wasn't like I assumed all of it was like inappropriate stuff or yeah. like, you know, holding cigarettes or whatever, whatever they didn't want their parents to right. see. But I came to find out with some of them, it was truly like they would take a picture of themselves, like a girl with no makeup on. Oh yeah. The burner. Because account, they, yeah. they wanted to have this almost like actual reality, but yes. they didn't trust the masses with it. The bur- I, that's a good point. So yeah. I've seen with our students too, um, and I've seen with or like their real hobbies. Yes, like maybe they collect rocks. And yeah, like everyone's gonna think that's dumb, but I like it. And, and burner- like my five close friends yeah. won't care. Because back in the day when Instagram first came out, I remember posting the dumbest pictures just about me on the couch. Yeah, on the couch chilling. You know, like yeah. and that's what they do because students they do. They don't want to live up to that standard of yeah. oh I have to be fake. They I, I believe this generation coming up with social media wants realness, and but so there's a big fear with actually being transparent. Exactly. How do I be transparent? Yeah. And I've I, I'm glad you brought that up. I've yeah. seen well. And, and speaking of that, there was a recent survey done on <clears throat> the Gen Z generation and and how they approach religion, how they approach yeah. um, this this view of objective truth. And and their response, 
and I, I can't remember exactly how the survey worded it, um, but the conclusion from the survey is that the Gen Z person is more concerned about the relational aspect of a religion or of of worship than they are about necessarily the doctrinal aspect. Like that, that's all second nature. What they want is they want community. Mm -hmm. They want authenticity. They do and, and realness. And um, they that if they can find that, whatever <clears throat> area they can find that in, that's what they're going to gravitate towards. And then they'll sort out the truthness of it later. Yeah. Um. That, that's kind of what that survey and I can yeah. the, I can't I think it was from Ligonier Ministries or. Um, might have been a Barnapool, I can't remember, but it was, it just recently came out, and I'll give the shout, I was listening to um, one of my professors, Sean McDowell, that was talking about it on his Think Biblically podcast, and oh, yeah, he was quoting a book, but I can't think of of the book or the, the survey. So exactly, what about, but. well, I, I was just going to say, I wanted to, to actually put some numbers to my uh, assumption earlier about suicide rates. Since 2001, uh, 2000, 2001, it has increased. In a, this is just the U.S. I tried to find some global numbers and couldn't quite find anything that was easy to yeah. like just read and give you like a chart. But it has increased and continuously has increased since then. Um, and they've been they're higher. This one chart ends in 2016, um, but almost almost doubling from 81, uh, the yearly, the annual. So. Um, Facebook started in 04, which I'm not blaming Facebook, but I'm just saying this yeah. things have changed since social media has has, has I'll changed. be interested to see what the suicide rate has been throughout COVID. Yeah. Um, where everything interaction wise has been shut down except for social media. Right. So everything that you see from your peers is either toxic or it is the best of their situation and you're here sitting thinking either the toxic side or I'm not good enough side. Yeah. Um, and you know, that, that puts a lot of hurt yeah. on, on a younger person that hasn't emotionally matured yet right. or someone that is emotionally is. mature. But we were talking about how social media brings you together. And, and you mentioned Ecclesia and yeah, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> well, you, you, <laughs> Um, so interestingly enough, the, the church is what we think of is not, we, we think of the church as a building so often, or as an organization, um, as, as, you know, we call it a nonprofit, but the first time this word is ever really used in the new Testament and it's used in the. Septuagint, which is the Greek version of the Old Testament, some, but the first time it's used in the way that we are meant to understand it as Christians is by Jesus in Matthew 16, and he's talking to Peter, he's talking to all the disciples, and he asks, who do the people say that the Son of Man is? And they replied, some say John the Baptist, others Elijah, still others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. And Jesus asked them, but you, who do you say that I am? And Simon Peter answered, you are the Messiah, the son of the living God. And Jesus responded, blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, because flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, but my Father in heaven. And I also say to you that you are Peter. 
Um, it's interesting to note that he calls him Petra, the plural version of of rock. He's so he's he's refer- he's not referencing Peter as the sole person that the church is going to be built on, but he's referencing kind of a quarry of rocks yeah. with Peter at the head or um it says you are Peter you are rock quarry of rocks and on this rock I will build my church my ecclesia and that is important because it's not talking about a literal building it's talking about an assembly and you go on and the next time that it's real that word's really unpacked isn't until acts chapter 5 isn't until like the believers have gone through Pentecost, they've expanded, the, they're holding all things in common, it says in 247, and, and we move on and we come to Acts 5, and you guys, you know what's happening in Acts 5? Ananias and Sapphira. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and people are coming to, believers are coming and selling their property, they're giving all their possessions away, they're following Christ's example, and... The one people that don't, they, they they want to be a part of the assembly, they want to be a part of the believers, but they also want to be a part of the world, and so they only sell, they sell their property and keep half of it for themselves and give half of it to God, to the church, and Peter says, basically calls on God to strike them dead, and, and they die, because they did that, and it says then in, in Acts 5, 11, then great fear came on the whole ecclesia and on all who heard these things. And the point here with the Ananias and Sapphira is that Peter and the Spirit, they were so they, they were so emphatic that the assembly of believers held all things in common, that they were wholly united on following Christ, that they didn't want anything to enter into that assembly, into that body, without or that could potentially compromise, that could become a virus to it. And that ties in to social media because, in my view of it, it can be so toxic. And so while it is good, it it brings this opportunity to assemble in all cases. You know, we have this opportunity to to have Zoom, to, to, for people to, you know, in quotation marks, to do church on Facebook, which yeah. I don't call that church. I don't, I don't, are you really assembling if you're assembling behind a computer screen and listening to a message? Yeah. I, I don't think you are. Now, you can make the case that you're assembling on Zoom because you're coming together, yeah. but are you really assembling with everyone else when you sit there and watch what everyone else is doing rather than engage with what everyone else is doing? That's another argument for another day, I guess. But the point of the church is that we are meant to be an assembly and, and that we hold all things in common. And this word, ecclesia, was used in other cases, like there's what's called Homeric assemblies, Samian assemblies, Spartan assemblies, and what they all mean is that they are based on a specific thing. So the Homeric assemblies were, back in this time period when this word was used, Homer was a it was a popular Greek writer. And they were Homer scholars, similar to how we might have um, scholars on um, on uh, 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 Shakespeare scholars mm-hmm. today, you would have Homer sc- Greek scholars at that time, and they would gather in assemblies and they would talk about Homer, and that word was ecclesia, Homeric ecclesia, and what we are is a Christ ecclesia. Everything that Christ is, 
we are meant to exemplify. Everything that Christ is, we are meant to come and communicate about. But if we're just saying, I'm going to be a part of the church by sitting and watching what the church does, but not engaging with the church, or I'm going to be a part of the assembly without really exemplifying these, what the assembly is meant to be exemplifying, you know, that's where the issue starts to come in. Yeah, I mean, I've seen just with, you know, like, hey, this is coming up, and, and I'll get a decent response on Instagram, 27 likes or whatever, and I, you know. But I'll, I'll notice that I'll have students that will, will like the picture or even successive pictures about said event, but then won't go to the event. Mm. And so there's almost like a... A willingness to be more to be more focused on and, the social media. Than, right. And I will say, with I'm, it's obviously not uh, universal, but there's probably times where they just can't come to the event. Yeah. And they're trying to support in that way. Like if they've already got something that they're, you know, they're out of town or whatever. But... I do, I do notice there's a level of, um, you know, I'll have people like the stuff that I'm like, man, I haven't seen them in two years. So in this um, regard, this, this would probably only be the best one to answer. This would be Christian. <clears throat> Is it possible for social media to bring about the ecclesia that biblically is what the church is meant to be? I, I think, um, I think it can be a tool. Not to put you on an island. Yeah. But, you know. I, I think it can be a tool. Uh, I don't think it's the final intended yeah. purpose, of course. Yeah. So, so for example, um, you know, one way the church can be the church uh, is, you know, one of the best ways, and I believe this is a really good, is that I've seen, uh, for example, my church back home, there is a man who is really sick with COVID right now, mm. and they have started an, in, I'm talking, an insane prayer group, and, and I've seen more of the church being the church in that group and a lot of times I do outside the walls because they there are people that are dedicated praying uh, and they will send their prayers and, and uh, anytime it's message out they're encouraging that family because he's fighting for his life right now. Uh, so I see moments of that yeah. that man the church is being so strong. So I, I think you can be the church online, mm-hmm. um, but it should never end online too. It's not the be all end all. Exactly. I, I do believe we should never neglect to meet together, and, and I believe. Um, that there should be a time where we get together and build one another up. And I think that's the biggest thing in social media too, is that one of the issues is how easy it is to tear people down. How easy it is to tear people down. And especially Christians, like, you know, it's like we get on there and we comment things that Yeah. We would never we have no well, intent. think about the YPO. Yeah. We, oh my group. gosh, dude. There's Are that's, you on there? Yes. Yeah. The, <laughs> you know, I think about like if so this is my goal. Like if I am not encouraging in my post or my comments, uh, unless I'm just dogging one of my buddies being funny uh, on a picture. Do you have then, friends? Uh, just a few. <laughs> just a few. See, it can happen in person, uh, too. Th- then, so, like, <laughs> so then I, I shouldn't comment. But there's some people that you're never going to win an argument online. Yeah. Um, it's just useless space. Well, you know, like you were talking about the, the guy back home with COVID, uh, Bob Russell. Um, his grandson has COVID and is real sick and has posted about it on his blog. And of course, Bob Russell has, you know, probably tens, hundreds of thousands of people that would follow his, his stuff. Um, and just his, this one group alone that I guess his wife made, and I'm not in the group, but I followed the posts, uh, has, Oh, has like just under 7,500 members. Yeah. Just about this, this guy that, you know, most people don't even know him, but they just know of Bob. And just so there's like this community has been built around the recovery of this yeah. guy uh, and the prayer for this guy. So like like you said, it's I don't think it's the be all end all or it's the solution to yeah. ecclesia. And I do think this too. So 
people will see the Christian, um, and that will lead them to see Jesus. I also believe that people will see the church um, before they go to church. Yeah. And you can see that. So, like, for example, I just encourage any Christian listeners that, that when you post, everything should be encouraging because people are watching. Yeah. And if they see, like, maybe it's your good friend and they see you're always posting encouraging stuff that, that even on the day, if you, you can post something, like, that's maybe a difficult day or uh, you could post things that you have an issue with, but, but as long as you're doing it in a Christ-like manner and you're, and you're being encouraging, then people are going to see that and they're going to say, what brings them to that? Yeah. And then they see, oh, you go to church. Oh, you worship Jesus. And they're, they're going to want to go to the church. And it's the same thing today. Most When people, they're seeing Jesus. Yep. And, and I see this today too. And it's going to be like this for a long time now is that most people are not going to visit our churches until they watch a service online. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think t- 15 years ago, 20, and maybe back a little bit beyond yep. that, the website was a big deal. Yep. I don't think websites really matter anymore. I mean, I, personally, I mean, someone's going to, I mean, for the older generation maybe, and someone might go, I've heard about this church. Let me see if their website has any more information before I have to talk right. with someone. Yes. Um, so like in that regard, maybe there's some importance, but yep. I still think if someone's really interested and there's nothing on the website, they're probably going to reach out. Yep. The biggest um, thing of websites, you have to have something that brings them yeah. to contact. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, and like yeah. website is not going to be what gets them. Oh, I've never heard about yeah. Russell Springs First Baptist. I just came across yeah. their website. They're more likely to say, I "Oh, I just saw them share this post about donating to this to the Afghanistan refugee." You know, yeah. like, and so like, oh, I wonder what that church is. <laughs> you know, so they're more yeah. likely to see something on social media than they are just through yeah. Google references. Right. Um, yeah, I, I'm with you on. To me, this is kind of where I stand with social media. I feel like we would be. I feel like we'd be in a much better place if there wasn't social media. But since that's not going to happen, like since it's not just going to go away, I sense a little bit of an importance to be the church on it, be the light in it. Now, there's dangers to that. It's like, you know, we talk about we talk about a Christian stumbling. If you have, if you're coming off of an alcohol addiction or you've been working through it, you probably shouldn't be doing ministry at a bar right. yet. <laughs> right. Um, the same goes with social media. Whatever like, I'd say. Okay. Well, yeah, that's fine. So if Twitter, like Garrett, was, causes you to just get so upset and angry, yeah. that's probably not the medium that you should be on. You yeah. should probably let someone else do that. Handle it, and, yeah. and I think that's okay. I think it's okay for us because, I mean, at the end of the day, we're responsible for yielding to God's transforming power in our own lives. Right. So if, if we're selling out to like, help all these people, but yet we're totally missing it. Well, it's important that we all trust that we each have our own spiritual vocation. Yeah, right. And that my spiritual vocation is not to be on social media, but there are those who do have yeah. that. And and, and I'm kind of like that. that. That's kind of where I was like, hey, I'm not I'm not going to try to be like a influ- influencer. Right, right? I'm not going to yeah. try to be a... But, get but if I can get a couple of those students who might not come, but they use social media, if, if I can do something on there that isn't super tough and doesn't take 12 hours of my day. Right. If I could, that can get them to come or to contact me or right. to whatever, I feel like one of the strengths God's given me is relational to yeah. be able to actually like communicate and talk with someone and just yeah. be like, bro, let's just come hang out. Like, yeah. no, I'm not going to like preach at you. I'm not going to go dunk you in the water back there. Right. Like I just, let's just hang out, you know, let's just talk. Yeah. Um, and so I do think I, there are people though that are influencers. Yeah. Uh, I think of, well, I'll say, I think of Cole Brandt, 
is yeah. what I think of. Yeah, he's good. Uh, I think he is a. I don't know where he stands theologically and like, but he's he's got a pretty good. You know, he does devotional type stuff on there sometimes, right. and um, and people like that. And I think there's there's a level. You know, I think about the Duck Dynasty. Um, they, I mean, they're not probably doing the the actual posting, right? But, but, but Sadie, some of the content that Sadie they're Robinson saying, is it. yeah, Sadie Robertson might be a, it might be a better uh, better one to say. So there's people out there. Tim Tebow. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think he's very very versed in social media. And to me, what I see is he his primary reason is he might be trying to sell some kids books sometimes. But but yeah, he his primary reason is for the kingdom of God. From is. what I perceive, I don't know him personally, yeah. but what he puts out to me seems kingdom minded. So. So there are people that that is their gift, uh, and they do it well. Uh, there are probably some people that that's their gift and they don't do it. Yeah. Um, and then there's probably some people that's not their gift and they still try to do it. Hey, let's um, answer this. Let's there's finish, a balance. Let's finish with this question. I want to hear from y'all. Yes. If Jesus was born in oh, this Jesus. time, would he have social media accounts? Which ones would he have if he had them? Or do you think he would just not have it at all? I like. I'm almost afraid to answer that. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, this is a tough at, question. At I mean, the, at the like level of like, just blasphemy. Like, right. I'm almost afraid to. <clears throat> I but, don't know. I mean, that's a really good because like, it's hard because the issue. You know, Jesus was he was meek and mild, and you know, well, he, it seems like so much of social media is about exalting self. Exactly, and I don't think you know, as a suffering servant, that would be in his purview. Yep, but at the same time. He can honor himself think, being God. I think Peter would have a social media account. Oh, Peter would definitely. No, Peter would, would have be a the guy. Account, a no, Peter media. would be the guy that's arguing with people on Facebook. I mean, yep. he would be the. <laughs> he would be in the comments. He would be the Facebook arguer. Um, but yeah, would Jesus? I mean, if he did, John would have the blog. Do you think Jesus yeah. would have Instagram <laughs> or Facebook? Or I don't. I, I'll be honest with you. I don't think Jesus would. But I was going to say his I feel disciples like, would do it for him. Yeah. As I said, I feel like the easy answer. When I say easy, I mean like just the all-encompassing. I, I, I think I don't think he would. Yeah. But like you said, I think there would be something around. I think his disciples would have a social media presence. Yeah. Because and and that's what I think Jesus fully intended. I mean, in in the Luke account of what we just read from Matthew. Right, bef- right, preceding that statement of Jesus that Jesus makes, he had just sent out the disciples to do what he had been doing. So they were meant to then become the bearers of his message. Mm-hmm. And so while Jesus is remaining meek and humble and lowly and a servant, they're the ones making sure that everyone knew that Jesus was here. So he wasn't going out of his way to exalt himself, even though he had the full authority to do so. But his disciples were the ones being sent out to do that. Yeah, there's a Man, lot. I almost of, feel like he would. Uh, I feel like if if we had a, <laughs> yeah, I feel like if we had a 21st century Jesus. I feel like he would download a social media to reach out to one person. Yeah, and then delete it. <laughs> like or, I feel like he would do it. Like, man, what if the way? Or I he would like create it. a Facebook group. Yeah, and then. For feeding the five thousand, like they're all going to gather at the Lake Cumberland, and, <laughs> but him. then, but then he would like delete. Like I think, I think he may use it, but I don't think he would yeah. be on it. You know, he was pretty average. You know, like as far as staying under the radar, yeah. Until he was thirty years old, like he didn't start his ministry. So I could, I could even see him like growing up, just 
having a Facebook, not really doing well, anything with then, it. Well, even then, like, in his Twitter. ministry, he stayed under the radar. Don't yeah. tell people who I am. Exactly. Don't tell yep. people well, who healed you. Yep. Uh, yeah. I don't think Only Jesus, for so long. If though. Jesus yeah, had but it. Up until, up until it was the exact yeah, moment. Not, it wasn't his time. Yeah, if I mean, Jesus had a, it, I don't think he would be an influencer. Yeah, um, I, I don't think he would. I, yeah, would, I definitely don't think he would. It would be, be like something. He wouldn't be an influencer, but he would influence lives. That's yeah, the difference. Exactly. A, well, yeah, that's when we say influencer, we're referring to the, like the actual social I, yeah, media influencer. Yeah, I know, influencer. but that, that's what I'm getting at is is we have we have changed that word to mean a noun instead well, of it just means a, a popular verb. person. Yeah, like he it, Jesus influences simply by yeah. who he is. Yeah, it's not his title to be that. Right. Yeah. I I do think that. If he did have one, he would be like, you know, in his meekness, it, he would reach out to somebody, DM, be like, hey, I saw your post. I know you're struggling. You want to go meet up and talk? Yeah. Uh, I could see it being something yeah. like that. No, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's what I was kind of getting at, too. I really, yeah. I, I don't know if he would be quoting scripture and Twitter or if he would just use it to reach out to people. <laughs> yeah. Um, because, like, like I Do said— Do you think he would share— <laughs> At the same time, I think you he would think be. You would share those images on Facebook of. <laughs> I knew you were going. Of, of the me. white Jesus. And oh, he would. If you don't share this, you don't love me. <laughs> He's like, oh, oh, I got to <laughs> share this if you want two thousand. Would he have powers of like Jack on Twitter, or like would he have powers just to delete people's tweets? Oh, I, I think He's so. Like, ah. <laughs> now I don't know. I mean, I, I I don't know. I I would say I lean towards the fact that he probably wouldn't be on it. I was trying to think of like the first century version of social media. Um. Like something that would equate yeah. to that, but if he well, used it, that we time, know papyrus and, was was like the up until about the three hundreds, papyrus wasn't a um, wasn't a thing, and that's why you don't have really yeah. any records. Well, I'm just writing. saying, like, I'm trying to like like maybe like the Pharisees and their legalism, like maybe that would have been like the kind of popular. Yeah, yeah right. Would he would he views. got their comments and like a Pharisee yeah. tweets something that's offensive, and Jesus like, hey, bro, look. That's wrong. <laughs> well, but he he confronted them head on too. You're right. Like you don't really see Jesus confronting the I think Pharisees it would be, unless there was a Pharisee there with exactly. him. Exactly. I think it would be a. I saw this on social media. Like he would find them and yeah. then hey, I saw I what you post. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard to, and it's plus, hard to discuss I, that because I, I, I mean, do think this Jesus I, clearly came at the perfect time. I believe Jesus I mean, worked so hard and was doing so much in his ministry in that short time. He wouldn't have time for it. I think the best answer, I'm like Garrett, I think the best answer would be he wouldn't be on it, but his disciples would. Yep, I could see that. I think that would be a really good indication of, and Jesus would get informed on whatever. Hey, Jesus, we saw dudes at the pool in Bethsaida and can't walk, and he's been trying to get in for... Yeah. But I wonder, too, like... If he would see some, like if he would see Peter struggling with social media because of his brazenness, if yeah. he would say, "Hey, you need to get off there." Let, oh, I think let so. James, yeah. take over. Yes. Let the sons of thunder yell at people. <laughs> they probably don't need to be on there. <laughs> yeah, they probably don't need to be. Cool. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I think it's. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a good question, Thomas. Ask, you're up. Hey, ask you your fr- ask your friends. Would Jesus have social media? It is interesting. It is an interesting thought. Um, I don't know. Like I said, I'm a little scared of blasphemy in that. Uh, but I mean, I think I think that's probably a heart thing. So I don't. But anyway, so thanks for uh, being here with us today. Uh, we just kind of had a one-off. We we want to do something a little different. Um, we want to obviously we, we want to dive into scripture and and, and uh, do kind of like word or Bible studies on on books and stuff like that and and uh, events that happened. Uh, but then from time to time we want to talk about some cultural type stuff and what scripture has to say about, about those things. So we're um, wanting to do a study 
coming up here on on tough questions, whether it's tough Bible questions, tough theology questions. Um, So if you have any of those, let us know. Yeah, but the best way to reach it, so we do have an Instagram. Um, We haven't really done anything like done anything on it but we can, didn't know if jesus would have social media or not yeah so we've been debating we, actually we're waiting on your response before we, we plug <laughs> yeah. this um no we actually do have one it is called the huh podcast and like literally we have a graphic and one post so like you feel free to follow it um we, I, I do perceive that we will get to using it garrett won't but i think christian and i will use it from time to time and try to we'll try to be more interactive on there like when we talk about a video that we saw or whatever we'll post that in the story so you can see it too um, we do want to do that just just to be fully honest. I mean, coming out of COVID, we've all been, you know, Garrett's transitioned into senior ministry, Christian's transitioning into that. Uh, I have a kid. So, like, it's just, you know, not to make excuses, but it's hard to add social media onto the plate. So <laughs> we haven't done it real well. But that being said, you can follow that, and you can actually DM it. Uh, at least for now, we have it. It's active. I would get a notification. Christian will get one. Are you all going to put a post about the tough questions to try well, to get people to respond? Maybe. But what I was getting at was, if you have one, if you're listening to this, which well, anyway, if you have a tough question, you can DM that account. You can post a review on on Apple or Spotify uh, and put that in the review. You know, even if you don't really feel like giving us a review, like a verbal, like hey, I like the podcast, or whatever. You can just put got a tough question for you that I've thought about, whatever. Um, you can hit hit us up on Facebook. I know with like Christian uh, and myself. Garrett, do you have a personal Facebook or you just use a church I, one? I do, but I only get on it like once or twice a week. So you can you can even you can message Garrett. Garrett Crawford, you can find him on I there too. I do have Facebook Messenger because a lot yeah. of people message me. And you can message one of us. So we'd love to hear from you on that uh, in that regard and, and to let us know some tough questions that you have or just you know some topics maybe that you would love for us to talk about. Uh, that might not fall into that category, but but one day we, we get to. So, um, yeah, we appreciate you all. Make sure you subscribe, Apple and Spotify, um, and let us know some tough questions you have. Uh, remember, social media does not replace ecclesia, and uh, social media can be a tool that helps us into ecclesia, into being the church, um, and uh, use it at your own discretion and at the discretion of Scripture. Uh, and in and, and the Lord's will in your life. So, um, yeah, be in the church. All right. I'll pray us out, and we'll rock and roll. Let's, Let's pray. God, we love you, and we thank you. We thank you for your word. We thank you for... Uh, we thank you for Ecclesia, God. We thank you for the church, the assembly of the, the body of believers of uh, of Jesus Christ. And we are thankful for the connection that we have because of Ecclesia to to you as as uh, as Jesus here on earth as a man, and to uh, to the early church, God, to to the 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 people of the Old Testament, and to the people of the future, God. And all of those we are connected through Jesus. And we're thankful for that connection. God, I pray that through uh, the church now and present today, where we are in our time and our lives, that we would connect, that we would be involved, and that we would reach out to those uh, who need you, God, who need to hear your word, who need to know who you are, uh, and who need to know that you are um, a Savior. We love you, Lord, and we thank you for all your many blessings. We thank you for this outlet that we have just to commune with with believers, and we just pray that we would hear back uh, so we can uh, involve, uh, be involved in Ecclesia even through uh, online modes. So we love you. We thank you. In your name we pray. Amen. <laughs>